please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Okay, so thank you for being here and welcome to our e-course, e-seminar. Um, we're going to keep this short, concise, and informative for you um, on how to write a will. So I've done several of these in person at the Neil Senior Center, and I'm very, very thankful to be able and be allowed to come in and speak to you today virtually. So uh, I wanted to welcome you to the Neil Senior Center and also, this is brought to you by the Neil Senior Center, and I wanted to thank just a couple of people or a few people. I wanted to thank Paula Putnam. She's the Neil Senior Center Executive Director. She makes this possible for us. And Linda Jeter, who is the Housing and Rental Coordinator for her technical assistance in setting up and filming today. Heather Ledbetter, Nutrition Coordinator for her technical assistance. And of course, Daniel Dedman, who is literally here helping film this, is our cameraman behind the camera today. So thank you, Daniel, for allowing us to do this. So let's jump right into it. How to write a will. That is a complicated subject that we're going to try to boil down simply today. I have people ask me all the time. It's the Larry the Cable Guy question. I am an estate planning and elder law attorney. The label guy, the, the Larry the Cable Guy question is, hey, Greg, you do wheels? And I say, mm, yes, that is a huge part of what we do is writing wills, okay? So, so we absolutely do wills. Um, I'm an estate planning and elder law attorney, and in my profession, that's what I do a lot of the time is wills and other estate planning documents to help protect assets. And just to talk about the will today, when I sit down with a family member, with an individual or a couple, I want to start by identifying their assets. And I want to make a list of their assets. Generally, I ask them to make a list of assets before they come in. So they will list out their home, if they own one, a car, bank accounts, Things that they've accumulated accumulated over their life with their hard-earned, you know, their hard work. What is your list of hard-earned money and property? The reason I want to do that is it, number one, informs me as the attorney of what we're dealing with. Number two, it gets them thinking. One of the ways that I obtain clarity on any subject is to write it down. So it gets them in the habit of, or in, going through the motions of writing it down. And as they're writing it down, I guarantee you, as you do that, you will start to think about those assets and the people that might match up with those, or charities, or church, or whatever you want to do with your hard-earned money and property. A will is designed to help you pass that on after you pass away. A will has no power while you're alive, only has power after you pass away. So first we want to list those assets. Then we want to identify your goals. In my experience, just the process of listing the assets will get you 75% of the way toward identifying your goals and what you want to do with those assets. So then I want you to shift your focus just on the goals and go the rest of that 25%. I 
identify and clarify, write down your goals. Is your goal to spend every dime you have during the rest of your life taking a cruise? I don't know. That's a valid thing. Driving across the country in an RV. Those are valid goals. <clears throat> Maybe it's to leave a long-term legacy to your family. Maybe it's to send a grandchild to college. Maybe it's to split assets evenly among your children. There might be a home that's been in your family for years, and you want to make sure that it stays in your family and is preserved. There's certainly ways to do that. So wills can be great vehicles to allow you to do those things. Even trust can be created within the will. So let's dive into the technical aspect of writing a will. And I would caution you. I always seek professional advice before I take on tasks that are outside of my area that I practice. I had a transmission go out in my car not too long ago. I did not jack the car up in the backyard and try to change that transmission because I don't work on transmissions. I don't know anything about transmissions. I know the general idea of what they are, but for me to get in there and break one open or fix one or replace one in my car, a newer car, I think would be foolish on my behalf. I know that, so I took it to a mechanic and a shop that's, that's just worked on transmissions, and I had them do it. Same principle applies here. When you're writing a will, you're really going into an area that's complicated law, and I would recommend that you seek the advice of a reputable estate planning and or elder law attorney to assist you in doing so, or to interpret what you want, work with you, and write that will for you to make sure that it's legal and valid under the laws of the state in which you live. Right now, we're in North Carolina. I'm an attorney in North Carolina. If I wrote your will, it would be for a resident of North Carolina, and it would comply with North Carolina law. When I hear, hear people ask me, and they do all the time, hey, Greg, I just want a simple will. I just want it. One to two page simple will. That is somewhat of an oxymoron. There is no such thing as a simple will. The shorter you probably make your will, the more complicated you make the life of your executor and your heirs because you may be ignoring items that are necessary to place in the will for legal reasons. You want your will to be self-proving. So let's go through the nuts and bolts of a will and the parts of a will. When I start writing a will, we want to say, okay, we want to cancel any prior wills or codicils. We do that because I don't want you to have multiple active wills at one time. It's my recommendation that if you write a new will, that you dispose of the old will. Throw it away, burn it in a fire, rip it up, shred it, 
because I would hate for someone to find both your new will and your old will and maybe decide to toss the new will because the other one was more favorable to them. So think about that when you're writing a new will and dispose of the old will. Make sure the new will clearly states that it disposes of any prior wills or codicils. Second, I want to identify if there's any person that I want to cut out of my will. And I'm a big fan of telling plainly, stating plainly in the will, this person will not partake in my will, right? Is disinherited from my will. That way there's no question that that was your intention. <clears throat> I usually do that in a section where I identify all direct family members as well. So a short biographical section that identifies family members, heirs, beneficiaries that would take under a will or trust. Then I want to, I want to identify my executor. So you want to list and think about who, whom will be your, you know, who will be your executor? Um, your executor, the word executor, you know, derives from the word execute, I guess, uh, or as a variation on the word execute. That's what they do. They execute your will. An executor doesn't have free will. An executor can't go off and do whatever they want to do, although you should appoint a trusted person. Many times that's a close family member, maybe a spouse or a child or a trusted grandchild. Sometimes it can be an attorney, and I serve in that role from time to time if people need me to, although it's not my, I don't jump at the chance to do that, okay? But I will if need be. <clears throat> your executor simply carries out your wishes under the watchful eye of the clerks at the courthouse and the court process. They have to approve everything that the executor does and make sure it complies with your will and your wishes. After I've identified the executor, I want to search and think long and hard, is there someone else who could be a backup, who could be a substitute? If I go on the road with a basketball team, I'm not going to just take five players with me. I'm going to take 10 because I'm going to have subs to come in in case somebody gets hurt or fouls out of the game. I'm not going to just play with four players or three players. I want that will to be the same thing, and I want it to last the rest of your life. So we want to have a substitute, could be one, could be two, that are available to come in and play the role as the primary executor if, heaven forbid, something happens to that primary executor and they can't serve in that role prior to your passing. Then, you know, I really want to break out that list of assets and connect it to that list of family members and heirs that comply with my goals of what I want to do or charitable organizations, churches. It's kind of like one of these tests you take where there's a list on one side and a list on the other and I match up the ones that match. I draw a line. I'd love to see that. 
that thought process. And that's what we do when we sit down in a consult. I want my home to go to my three children equally. And I want to list that out in the will. I want to state that clearly for direct distribution, specific distributions to people. I want my cars to go to my spouse, my house to go to my spouse, everything to go to my spouse. And then what happens if the person, maybe I want to give 10% to my church. You need to state that clearly as a specific distribution. Something clicked. Okay. Time out. Something clicked on the other camera. Did it quit? Uh, let me see. Okay. I tell you what, if you want to, I can kind of look back and just see how that last one recorded. Oh, that was fine. If you want me to just start from where I was at, I can. Okay, all right. Well, it might have a limit on that for how long might. it records. It might, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, let's see. We good? Picking back up. Um, so, you know, if I'm giving everything to one person or specific things to one person, same thing here. What happens if that person predeceases me? If that person dies before I do, or simultaneously with me, to whom does that asset go or all the assets? Maybe I want to say everything to my spouse first. And then if my spouse predeceases me, everything equally to my children. I want to account for those things. I want to state those things in my will. And then I will tell you, in my head, I'm running through our wills, and we have multiple sections. We will have what's called a residuary. The residuary is, I like to call it the trash can or cleanup clause. It's after all the specific distributions are given. What happens to anything else that we didn't specifically describe? What if there are some other assets we forgot about that pop up that need to be transferred? The residuary cleans that up. It might say, hey, anything else that's left over to my spouse, if she survives me, and then in the alternative, if she predeceases, to my children equally. Then, I, you know, I will have multiple other sections. I have a definition section in our wills that define all the legal terms we use. We do that because not only so the client can know what the terms mean, but it's less about that and more about so the courts and any attorneys that might be involved in the probate of that will will know what the terms mean, okay? So we don't want another attorney coming in and arguing or questioning what we mean. We want to make sure that we give powers to the executor, kind of like a power of attorney, but after you pass away to do anything with the money and property that you had during your life to get it where it needs to go under your will. And I like an administrative section that tells the clerks and the courts how to set up the will. For instance, does your executor need to post a bond to cover all the assets in your estate? Or do you trust that person and you waive bond right in the will? 
And last but not least, and where I see people make the most mistakes and where wills are rejected from the courts as non-probatable, they can't go through that probate process to pass assets because they weren't witnessed and signed correctly. A will in North Carolina to be a valid will should be witnessed by two witnesses. Those witnesses need to be disinterested parties. That means they can't be heirs or beneficiaries that take under the will. So I've seen <clears throat> horror stories firsthand where people cut themselves out of the will because they witnessed the will. You can't recover if you're a witness. You can't take under a will if you're a witness. And then last but not least, the you know, of course the testator, the person writing the will, needs to sign the will in front of the witnesses. But to be self-proving, all our wills are self-proving. They have attached a self-proving affidavit. To be self-proving so that at the time the will is probated through the courts, if you pass, the witnesses don't have to be called in or sign affidavits at that time. Because what happens if your witnesses predecease you? Non-probatable will, if it's not self-proving. Or if they can't be found. Many times I see people just take wills to banks and just have random people witness. Horrible idea. They need to be self-proving. And in order to be self-proving, it has to have certain language within the self-proving affidavit and has to be notarized by a notary. So the testator, the person making the will's name, and the two witnesses' names need to be notarized by a notary public officially. In addition, it has to have self-proving language that the person is of sound mind and body over the, year, over the age of 18, Right. And and executing their wishes, essentially. Um, so they meet those qualifications and the witnesses and notaries swear to that or sworn to that. Right. They swear to that with the notary oath. Those are components of a will that are essential under the, the North Carolina statutes to be probatable and to be self-proving. I would caution you again, wills are complicated there is no such thing as a simple will. Um, so be careful. Proceed with caution in this area. But certainly give it the right amount of thought. And it starts with those lists. Assets, the people you want to inherit those assets, and goals, which I think those are akin to the same thing. The goals and the people you want to receive those assets. Match those up and you'll be well on your way to writing your will and to working with a professional, an estate planning or elder law attorney, to make that a reality and put that into play. Thank you so much for attending our Neil Senior Center sponsored e-course on how to write a will. I'm Greg McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law, estate planning and elder law attorney. And I hope to see you in person soon. Okay, let's... Thanks, Daniel. That was awesome. That, that did really well. Did we hit, we hit our mark. We hit just, our mark. Just, just under 25, right? Just, we, we are. About 24 minutes? Yeah. Thank you for watching. I appreciate that.
how to write a will. If we can help you or your family write a will, please give us a call, 704-749-9244 or go online to mcelderlaw.com. Right now, I'm offering free consultations to meet with you and your family to write your wills and put in play your estate plan. That's about a $300 value for an hour or more of our time to freely sit with you and discuss with a professional estate planning elder law attorney and get really clear on how to take care of your hard-earned money, money and property and create your legacy for your family, your children and grandchildren. You can also schedule that free consult right online at mcelderlaw.com. Thank you so much for watching our free e-course on how to write a will. See ya. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Law. Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Law. State planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder.